Hello, hockey fans. Welcome back to this week's edition of This Week in Wisconsin Prep Hockey. I'm Mike Hammett, our uh, panel of knowledgeable hockey guys, uh, the Berg boys, Bill Sr., Bill Jr., uh, Del Scanlon, along with Trasher, as uh, we check out some of the action that's happened in the last week and some of the action coming up in the next week. And we'll start out with the games of the week, and we had a couple of really good ones. Uh, we'll start out with the boys. I'll give it to Trasher. It's uh, a good one between Waukesha and Hudson. Hey, thanks, MJ. Oh, it was an awesome game. Everything that uh, it was cracked up to be. Waukesha had a pretty tough week as far as teams that they played. They played Tuesday night. They beat number two USM three to one. Friday night they beat number six Notre Dame three to two. Then they had to hop in their bus. It was a long bus, not a short one. And travel from Waukesha up to Hudson, way in the far western part of the state, hundred or uh, I think it was like two hundred and eighty-five miles or something like that, and uh, take on number one ranked Hudson. And they did a a bang up job the whole game. They ended up losing three to nothing, but they it, it, Garrett Larson, the goaltender for Waukesha, continues to amaze and impress. He did a heck of a job. He ended up with, uh, I think, 32 saves in the game. Um, Hudson didn't score until the, late in the second period, actually with about six minutes left. Dylan Carr had a redirect of a shot from the point by Jordan Halverson to make it one and nothing, and it stayed that way until late in the third period, and uh, Waukesha pulled Larson out for an extra attacker, and with about a minute 23, well, actually exactly a minute 23, Peyton Hansen got a, a turnover at the center line, just turned and fired it right into the net, 2 nothing Hudson. Um, 35 seconds later, a similar type turnover at the, the blue line, and Ben Lundin sniped one past uh, Larson high on the glove side to make it three to nothing, and that's how it ended. It was, it was a very good game. Um, the two teams came into the contest ranked number one and number two on the penalty kill. Hudson has not been scored on on the penalty kill, and they still have not. Waukesha was second at 96.5%, and in the game, the combined power plays. <coughs> excuse me, were zero for eight. So the PK units lived up to their, their billing. They did a heck of a job, and it was a great game all the way around. It was fast-paced. It was physical. It was There was a lot of skill in the game. Um, there's some great players out there. Um, and uh, three to nothing, it, you know, it, it seemed like it, it should have been closer than that, but... Um, the empty netter and the the deflected goal kind of were the difference there. It was uh, well worth uh, traveling over to Hudson that day, and it was also the hockey fights cancer game for the Hudson. They have the the annual contest every year, and um, it's uh, it, it was good. It was very good. There was a lot of people there, a um, lot of uh, uh, out in the lobby. There was. Uh, 
a bake sale. There was uh, apparel, hats, uh, raffles, you know, all for a good cause. And they had a nice ceremony before the game where they honored some cancer survivors. And um, it was uh, actually, uh, you know, um, choked up a, a, an emotional fellow like me to see stuff like that happen. And then the game happened, and it was kind of like everything went out the window, and now we're playing hockey. But it was a great game. Two excellent teams, well worth it. If you were there, you had a major treat. Um, Hudson 3, Waukesha 0. Um, that's about all I got, guys. It was, uh, I, I don't know what more I can say. It was awesome. You think Roger Aylesworth is getting his team primed for a possible state run? What a schedule for that week. Wow. Yeah, he is. Uh, he had a couple of... Uh, players out um i think he had uh he was missing tommy sanchez the, the kid that i talked about last week um he was out with a an ankle injury and um i'm trying to think of the other kid uh was uh josiah dietrich um a senior forward was out of the game so i mean you you lost a little bit of your depth there um, I was watching and trying to keep track, and I saw, I believe, that they skated eight forwards. So that meant either somebody double-shifted the whole game or a defenseman moved up to forward and played. So, I mean, yeah, they're they're hurting a little bit, but this is a good team. Um, Larson will take them very far. Uh, there, You know, there's no superstars on the team, not like, last year when they had Ian Malcolmson. But they play well as a team. They got a lot of hard hard nosed grinders on the squad. Very good skill. And um so who who knows? I mean, you know, it's getting to be that time of year and we'll we'll see what happens. Section seven is theirs to lose, I think that's pretty safe to say. Yeah, you gotta work on your injury reports there, Trash. Are you there? I mean, you have to follow the NHL style, you know, and it was a lower body injury. Or you, you, or you do that, if you want to do the NFL, he was out with an ankle. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, work, I'll work on just, that. Just with an ankle. <laughs> okay. Not injury, just he was out with an ankle. He had an ankle. All right, I'll Unless work on that. Unless you're Bill Belichick, then it's totally different. <laughs> you, okay. uh, you don't submit an injury report and then you found by the league. Yeah, but the the upside to that report is I didn't say which ankle it was. So, and it might have maybe it was a wrist. It might have been a wrist. I'm not sure. Well, he's gonna get hacked either way. Yeah, probably. It was turf toe. Watch, watch out for those slashing sticks. That's all I got to say. Um. Anyway, while MJ figures out what's going on with his computer, uh, Dell, you had our girls game of the week, didn't you? Uh, Saint Croix Valley Fusion at Black River Falls. Southern part of the state must have got wiped out by that missile that Hawaii got wiped out by the other day. Well, isn't that swell? Let's move on to our players of the week then, and hopefully Dell and MJ can figure out their technical difficulties and get back with us later. Um, players of the week, brought to you by Radisson Madison, Madison's premier West Side hotel, and for the past many years, the official state tournament headquarters That's of Wisconsin Prep Hockey. On the boys' side, we have a goaltender, Gavin Abrick, goalie for Hayward. He had 42 saves in a 
two to nothing shutout over Wapan. And that was on Friday. And on Saturday, followed it up with, uh, four, another 42 saves, but two goals allowed in a two to one loss to KMMO. So for stopping, uh, 40 or 84 out of 86 shots and getting a win and a one goal loss. Gavin Abrick, goaltender for Hayward is our boys player of the week. Also nominated on the boys side were Peyton Hansen of Hudson, Robbie Newton of University School, Carter Flegner of Wapan, and Caden Appleton of Ashwabanon. Or was that Caden Ashwabanon of Appleton? I think I got it right the first time. On the girls' side, we're sticking with the goaltending. We have Chloe Westberg's goal pads. New pads. Uh, no, Chloe Westberg, goaltender, Central Wisconsin Storm. On Friday, uh, 13 saves in a 3 to nothing shutout of Black River Falls. And then on Saturday, uh, 17 saves in a one to nothing shutout win over University School. So, uh, stopping all the shots sent at her. Chloe Westberg, goaltender, Central Wisconsin Storm, is our girls' player of the week because everybody knows we love our goalies. Also nominated on the girls' side were Margot Thousand of Cap City Cougars, Madeline Jablonski of Fox Cities, and Maggie Hensler of the Rock County Fury. And that takes us to our first listener question. Um, well, that's going to be answered by, question? pardon me? Listener question? Yeah, we're up to the listener question. Okay, great. I'm glad I'm I made it you back. Again. There great. You it's all yours. Well, you tell me it's all mine, but right now i got to get back to it, so give me a second here and I will tell you all about it. Do you want me to sing and dance before you get back to it, or no, no, you got her no, under control? No. No, no, no singing and dancing. Do we okay. little Johnny Carson tap dance? You want Do the a listener? Dance? You want the listener question and answer? Number well, one. You, you, you ask the question. We'll provide the answers. Okay. Robin Billsboro, I take it. That's how it's pronounced. Is it true that JV girls teams can in fact play fourteen U girls teams? Does this pose any penalty to either team involved with the governing body WIAA? or Waha, with the lack of JV game availability for girls teams, this could provide many playing opportunities, development, and overall retention of fourth-line players. Survey says? Our answer was that not just JV teams, but any WIAA team can play uh, against Waha or uh, whatever they call themselves over in Minnesota, or whatever they call themselves in Michigan, and often do. Um, Waha teams, I mean, WA high school teams can play the Waha teams. Um, the, the stipulation is that the WIA, that they have, the games have to be played by the, the Federation rules of hockey. The actual, the, the, the game itself has to be played by Federation hockey rules, um, with uh, the appropriate um, one referee and two linesman system that, you know, high school teams use, um, and everything else. So yes, they do. In fact, if, if you look at, you'll see them a lot on the girls side and even some on the boys side. Um, teams from Michigan, um, will come down and play. Uh, Michigan is not all high school like, you know, most of Wisconsin is and, 
So we get more there, not so much in Minnesota because they're pretty much all high school. But you get a Some lot of. Prairie used to do it with with boys teams. Their JV team for, well, for example, Janesville's JV team used to play their uh, midget team, their Wahad team. Yeah, it's not uncommon. Okay. JV or varsity, either one. I don't think you, Bill. You probably don't see it as much in varsity. On the girls' side, you do. Because, um, you know, there aren't there aren't as many teams on the girls' side, and sometimes, you know, rather than traveling a long, especially up for the for the northern part, um, traveling a long way, you know, south, when you can just, you know, pick up a game with uh, Ironwood or Iron Mountaineer, you know, one of those Michigan uh, U4T teams from Marquette or Escanaba, something like that, they're a lot closer. And they like coming down. The food's better. Yeah. Let's move on to our top ten. Bill Jr., you uh, have counted up all the votes and uh, do what you do best and uh, tabulate them. And, and survey says? Uh, survey it. says that both the boys and girls have the same ten teams as last week, albeit in a different order. Uh, for the boys, uh, number one for the 86th straight week, um, which is a number I just made up, uh, Hudson. Two, Wausau West. Three, University School. Four, Eau Claire Memorial. Five, Superior. Six, Stevens Point. Seven, Notre Dame. Eight, Waukesha. Nine, Nina Hortonville, Menasha. And ten, Northland Pines. Uh, honorable mention for the boys are Eau Claire North, Fond du Lac Springs, Madison Edgewood, New Richmond, and Waupon. Uh, the only big change this week is that Fond du Lac Springs moved into honorable mention and Marquette dropped out. Uh, for the girls, Hudson is still number one. Eau Claire Altoona is number two. Rock County is third, St. Croix Valley is fourth, University School is fifth, Wisconsin Valley Union is sixth, Central Wisconsin is seventh, Bay Area is eighth, Cap City is ninth, and the Warbird Beaver Dam Co-op is tenth. Honorable mention for the girls are Black River Falls, Fox Cities, and the Western Wisconsin Stars. Anybody got any thoughts on, on this at all, guys? I, you know, well, we we, we, we want to hear yours, MJ. I already gave you mine. No, we, no we, we, we wanted to share it with everybody. I was surprised that Superior only went to number five with the loss to Eau Claire North. I thought that that one would uh, maybe drop them a little bit more than that, but not the case. They were third last week. I, I thought it would drop them a little bit more than that, but you know, whatever. It's you know, it's all voted they on. Have, they have a, a win and a tie against number two, Wausau West. I mean, that that's pretty good. I mean, okay, yeah, they lost to North, but North has been honorable mention for several weeks in a row. Yeah, and they dropped two spots. I mean, okay, all right, well, and we had this discussion. Game. We had this discussion last week when I had mentioned a couple teams on the girls' side. I believe it was Bay Area and Central Wisconsin, and um, they must have uh, heard that and taken it to heart because they both had a killer week and they moved up in the standing. So, um, you know, it just goes to show that uh, people really do listen to what we have to say. And it can be locker room uh, bulletin board material for them and uh, they take advantage of them at some time. So, Superior, I expect to see them move up in the standings next week. You know what they're saying? What does that guy in the South know? That's probably what they'll say. What does the guy in the South know? He don't know nothing. He's in the South. Hey, Southern bias, man. You know how it works. What's that, Junior? 
I said, they wouldn't be wrong. What does that guy <laughs> in the South know? Nothing. Probably no more than what's in front of my nose, right? Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to the upcoming games of the week. Um, boy, another week of some really, really good games. Girls game of the week. It's going to be on Thursday. Hudson and Eau Claire Altoona, number one versus number two in the rankings. Boys, it's Saturday. Going to be in Eau Claire. Nino Hortonville Menasha is going to take on Eau Claire North at Military Appreciation Day. We'll have coverage of both of those games. section, guys. Uh, anything you guys want to uh, want to talk about here? We'll open up for discussion. Yeah, we've got to work on your auto tune. <laughs> fading again? Yeah, yeah. But um, state tournament is coming up again. Uh, we like to, you know, go down there and provide, you know, as much coverage as we can. Uh, photographers, announcers, uh, stats, we do all that stuff down there. Um, you know, it, it costs us money to go down there, get the hotel, and uh, the fees that the WIA charges just for, you know, putting our stuff online. Um, so, yes, we, we generally put a little donation box up at the front front page of our our site, uh, see if we can't uh, get some help to defray the costs of covering the state tournament. So if you like the, 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 the coverage that we provide, go ahead and feel free to make a donation um, along the line before the tournament, and we would appreciate that. Thank you very much. And Trasher's got something to say, um, and he has to say it in the proper way. Um, Vote the Hobie Baker Award. Thank you, Burglar. Um, vote with vote with your wallet for the state tournament donations, please and thank you. Um, High School Hobie Baker Award. We just got the latest update on the uh, submissions from the the boys and girls teams. So far, out of the eighty-eight or eighty-nine, I don't know what number is, um, boys teams. There have been twenty-two players submitted. Um, on the girls' side, I think there's 28 or 29 teams. There have been four submissions. So um, there's a couple weeks left. Make sure to get your your deserving players in. It's a it's a great award. Um, it's something that looks good on on the kids' resume. You know your kids are good players. You know your kids are good people. This is a a, a worthwhile thing. So make sure you get your votes in for your Hobie Baker Character Award winners. Burglar, how's that? That was pretty good. I was waiting See, for you to say, you know, everybody's, everybody's got good players, you know, and then you kind of throw on there. I mean, even Northland Pines must have somebody who would be deserving of this award, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they probably have two or three players that are worth that award. Um, there you go. You know, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a worthwhile thing, and it, just get your get your nominations in, that's all. That's it. That's all I got. All right. I'm sure MJ had something more to offer, but we can't quite decipher what he was saying. Uh, William, you got anything to add? No, but I'm pretty unhappy that I'm actually going to have to edit this week. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, but it happens. I never did see Dell come back online, so I don't know what happened there. Apparently the, the, the snow was overwhelming the the internet tubes down in the southern part of the state. Anyway, with that in mind, uh, we'd like to thank we'd like to thank you 
for listening to this uh, jumbled up version of This Week in Wisconsin Prep Hockey. And we'll work out the kinks and try to come back with something a little bit cleaner next week. Good night.